Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to another episode of This is 30. And I am coming to you live from my car on the way to job number two. So I'm like, work has still got to get done. Uh, people ask me all the time, well, girl, how do you manage to get all this done? How do you sleep? And I'm like, you know, you just got to be a little bit creative with the time that you do have and really adapt it and make it work for you. But anyway, today's episode is all about body image and loving yourself and self-love and self-care. And, you know, this topic, we talk about it a lot, but it's really hard for some of us to do and to admit that we do. So I don't know how true this is, but I'm just going to go on the record saying that at least 90% of women have something on their body that they would change about themselves. They would probably, you know, lose a few pounds here, have a little more there. Uh, Maybe they wish they were taller or had a different texture of hair or something they feel that will complete them to make them feel 100% fully confident. Um, I see a lot of instances of now, especially now, myself included, a lot of women are wearing their natural hair for the first time. And whether it be that COVID kind of interrupted regular hair care sessions or maybe they're just trying something new. But a lot of women are wearing their hair naturally in natural styles, but not silk press, you know, twist. They're actually wearing like twist outs, braid outs, things like that for the very first time. And I can say, I started wearing my natural hair in natural hairstyles March of this year. And it was a huge transition for me because I was one of those women where I'm like, oh my God, this doesn't look right on me. And I hate it. It's just too short. It's a tiny fro. And I can admit that we've been conditioned to hate our hair when i hear people say and it makes me laugh now now that i'm a little bit more aware but when i hear people say like yeah natural hair don't be looking right on everybody and i'm like how like it's our natural hair this grows from our head now do all of us know how to style natural hair no so i'm like maybe that's what you meant but natural hair looks right on everybody because it grows out of your head and i cannot believe that I ever denied, you know, these beautiful curls that I grown from my own head. So it took me some time to adjust. And how did I adjust is I added, like, my face didn't change, you know. The hair did. And it was something different. And it wasn't kind of like that long hair that's socially accepted or it wasn't uh, the finer curls. I have a type 4, very coily type of hair. And it's short shrinkage is real so my afro was kind of packed down to my head so I have to have a different set of confidence just like when I cut my hair off however I had a relaxer I got it styled and I was rocking it but sometimes your natural hair is natural and it does quite literally what it wants to do there are some days where my twist outs do not turn out right and I have to throw it into a ponytail and thank god is long enough to finally fit into a ponytail um so I went through the motions of feeling unattractive, unfortunately, but I have to remember that it's my swag that makes the outfit. It's not the hair that makes me. I am not my hair. I would be certainly beautiful if I cut off all my hair and went bald. But, you know, 
getting my makeup done, getting my eyelashes done, really kind of enhancing it and giving it that oomph, that extra little piece, because it's really your self-love that people are seeing, that you're accepting yourself for who you are. So now, I love my natural hair. I, I love it, love it, love it. I have to learn a lot about it. You know, I've bought expensive products. They are very expensive, but my go-to is a wash and go because it's the easiest and most convenient. I'm not really going anywhere. Or I will do a high puff in my head, a curly high puff. So my hair isn't really long enough to do a lot of the styles that I would like. But it's going to get there as long as I keep giving it the TLC. But I want to get into the meat of this conversation. Why do we, and I mean women, why do we use our self-esteem as a barometer of how, you know, how we think other people view us? So there's been an argument. I, I watch a lot of, you know, like different red tablecloths and conversations. And there's a debate right now about women who choose to um, enhance their bodies and women who choose to accept their bodies at the way that they, you know, were made. So half of the argument there is that, you know, women who change their bodies are insecure. They're insecure. They're only doing it for the attention. Um, but when you really dig down into the meat of some of these stories, some women just really want to feel confident in themselves. And it's not for the attention. That just comes with the territory. So I'm asking you, if you were to change one thing about your body, or if you always wanted to change one thing about your body, what length are you willing to go through to get it? Um, would you get, you know, your breasts enhanced? Or would you get a butt enhancement or a Brazilian butt lift? Would you get liposuction done? And then really asking yourself, well, why, why am I doing this? Is it really for the attention? Is it for myself to feel confident? Or, or what is it? You know, so speaking from the perspective of a mom, I can definitely say I've thought so many times about, you know, getting the skin, like the loose skin from our lower stomach tightened because no matter how hard you work out, how many crunches you do, how long you're doing keto, there is nothing that you can really do to tighten or retighten loose skin when it is sagging. So if you've ever seen my 600 pound life, you have a lot of weight that's coming off and now your skin has nowhere to go. So for some of us who have multiple kids or maybe we're carrying multiple kids at one time, that skin is stretched out and now it just sags and some of us are embarrassed about it. So we feel ugly and we feel like we're disqualified from wearing half tops because of this extra sagging skin and the way that society makes, they shame motherhood, you know? Calling our stomachs you know, oatmeal cakes and moon pies and all of that crazy stuff when we really should be celebrating that. We brought another life into this world and we, we risk our own to do it. We, motherhood is so selfless. We are sharing our bodies with this little tiny human being that's running our lives and our bodies don't, we're not 100% the same. But then you see the influx of the snapback culture that's really pressuring women to get back to what their bodies were before they were pregnant and really not allowing them any time to even enjoy their newborn. So think about this toxic 
society that we live in. It is hard. I know so many women who compare themselves to social media models, to influencers, to people whose job it is to look a certain way. And it is so unrealistic and it's problematic because, I mean, why can't you just love yourself the way that you are? But if you have low self-esteem or if you've had no one ever tell you that you were beautiful, you're going to try to find something to compare yourself to to feel um, either as close to beauty as possible or you're going to try to find something that you can implement for you to make you feel beautiful since you see everybody else kind of doing the same thing. I have noticed, though, um, you do look on Instagram and all of the Instagram models kind of look exactly alike. They have those pouty lips and the real pronounced jawline and cheekbones. And I'm like, nah, I like my face. Like, if I was going to get some work done, I, I would leave my face alone. You know, I don't want to end up looking like Lil' Kim where she took it overboard. And she's a perfect example of society. Society telling her what she should be and what she would look like. And she was already beautiful and sexy, but her drive to become lighter and look like a Barbie doll literally destroyed her face and she's unrecognizable. So ladies out there, if you're getting surgery done, yes, it looks beautiful, but like what about long time when you're 70, 72? Like how's your butt gonna look <laughs> when you're 72 years old and probably on a walker? So I always find it interesting with people who kind of enhance themselves and it's a short-term decision, but what's, what are the long-term, long-term outcomes going to be? Um, so going back, I was never, I cannot remember a time other than, you know, a special occasions like prom or my graduation. I, I can't remember a time as a child where I was pumped with the information that I was beautiful. I was never given that encouragement. I wasn't given that motivation. There was never um, a cheerleader for me as a young girl growing up. And then I saw at school what beautiful looked like at the time. And it was the girls who dressed nice with the long hair. They always had on the new clothes. And I wasn't any of that. So imagine being a 12 and 13 year old girl um, feeling like you're out of place, feeling like you're not really cute. You know you you know you're not really ugly, but you're not really cute and you just wanna fit in. You wanna be what the other girls are, but you, you can't really be that. <laughs> Lord, when I was in eighth grade, I was trying to grow my hair so fast so it could be down to my shoulders like the other girls so I can be accepted and, and feel like I was beautiful as well. But that wasn't the case for me. Um so I had to accept myself in other ways, and it took me a long time to do that. It took, it takes, if you don't have anyone in your corner letting you know that you are beautiful just the way you are, you will go through life so screwed up, and you will look for beauty, and you will look for love, and you will look for validation in all of the wrong places. And it's unfortunate, but it, it's happening, especially to our young black girls. So. I want to challenge everyone out there, if you have a daughter, tell her that she's beautiful every single day just the way that she is. I We get in the bad habit of downing ourselves in front of our children and then our children will adapt that behavior. So I used to get down on myself so bad, like, oh man, I'm so bad, I need to lose some weight. Not knowing that my son is right there listening. 
you know, and I, I wouldn't ever want him to mimic that. So I started talking about myself and my natural hair in positive ways. So now he sees that representation. He sees that I value and I appreciate my natural hair. So he's watching uh, some kids on YouTube and there's two black kids on there and they go on little scavenger hunts and things. And he said to me, he's like, Mama, he's like, her hair is just like yours. He said, it's so pretty. And he's like, she put a bow in it. You should put a bow in yours so yours can be pretty too. So I'm like, I, I felt like, yes, like I great mommy mode. I'm teaching my son to appreciate natural hair and the beauty of natural hair. And that, that I just, my heart just melted. And it really is for me, some of the things that worked for me, it really is just changing that negative into a positive. And it's not going to take overnight. And yes, I do still have some insecurities, but I tell myself every day that I'm beautiful, that I'm loved. I appreciate the small things about myself. So maybe there are things that you know how to do that other people don't. Maybe you know how to sing. Maybe you're a great writer. Maybe you're a great seamstress. But you need to learn how to start appreciating small things every single day. The fact that you, unless you're a twin or a tripler to something, but you are the only person who looks like you. And you have your own inner beauty. You have your own aura. So start praising yourself and appreciating yourself first. And the rest will follow. You cannot always be so negative. Because then what's going to happen is you're going to manifest in that negativity. You're going to start believing it. And your energy is going to be all off. And you're going to kind of throw people off when you go around them now. Is the journey of self-love about other people? Absolutely not. However, do you really want to go around someone just with a negative energy all the time to the point where people don't even want to be around you? And it's like, no, let's not do that. <laughs> let's start appreciating us for who we are, how strong we are, the capabilities that we have as women, whether that be natural hair, whether that be some kind of thing that you perceive as a flaw and you're insecure about, but let's face our insecurities head on and deal with them. For me, that was wearing my natural hair. I always had a wig or I always had some kind of ponytail or if I was wearing my natural hair, it was straight. My issue is that I tried to straighten out my hair so much, it fell out. It broke off because there was so much heat trauma to my hair and I can tell you that since I've been natural, my hair has never been healthier. <laughs> it has never been healthier. And I'm like being happy, drinking a lot of water, not stressing about some of these trivial things is really growing my hair. And I, I'm super excited about that. Um, I can say that self-hate and self-doubt are cycles that are extremely challenging to break because we've spent our entire lives in a relationship with self-doubt and it's hard to break up with at times because as soon as we get any feeling of rejection, those old feelings of self-doubt and low self-worth, they're triggered again because we use other people's thoughts about us as a barometer for our own happiness. So everything that you can work on probably for six months and you post a picture of yourself, and maybe it only gets six likes or no one's commenting, but 
think about what's the purpose of me posting that picture? Is it for you because you feel beautiful or is it for everyone else to give you that validation that you're still seeking? So think about some of these cycles and chains to break. You don't need social media to, to validate how beautiful you are. You don't need anyone's decision to tell you what to wear or how to move. Base it on your own. You know, as I got older, <laughs> as I got closer to 30, I never understood why. Well, I no longer understood why women ask their friends for opinions on things to wear before they wear it. It's like, don't you think it's cute? Aren't you the one that has to wear it? So why do you care about anybody else's opinions? And nine times out of ten, if your friends are real friends, yes, they're going to tell you the truth. But if you have friends that are haters, they're going to tell you not to wear it because they may be afraid that you're going to look better in it than them. So I say to that, you don't need anybody's permission to be who you are. Just be you. Wear the clothes that you want. Wear your hair how you want it. Wear your makeup how you want it. Let's normalize being our damn selves, okay? That's why some of us feel so much low self-worth because we're afraid of what our friends and our close circle is going to say. No more of that, you know? As we get older and we realize that life is short, everyone should not have a stake in our personal sanity. Everyone should not have a say in how we move, what we say, none of that. It should all be you. As you get older, we learn how to think and become more independently and loving of ourselves. And I say start by doing those positive affirmations and really thanking yourself and celebrating those small things that you do every single day. I used to tell myself, you know, I'm a cute girl, attractive girl. But attractive does not equate to being a model. Believe it or not, I am terrible behind the camera. I, I, I need a lot of direction. I need a lot of hand-holding. There's a lot of photographers out there that, you know, just put their faces in their hands. Because it's like, girl, like, how do you not? And I'm like, that's never been me. That's never been my skill. But what I can do to feel better about myself is I can practice. And I can tell myself, like, you're beautiful. You know, communicate this across some pictures. You can do these pictures. You're not terrible. You just need practice. So even think small things like that, I'm telling you, it works. And now um, I'm having another photo shoot again. And I'm like, let's try this again. You know, let me see if my personality will come through on these pictures instead of me trying to be sexy and pose and something that I'm just not. You know, I just want to be myself. And those make for the best pictures. What I want to leave you with today, with this episode, is I want you to write down everything you think is ugly about you or any kind of perceived flaw that you might have. And these can be, you know, do you have bunions on your toes, corns, calluses? Do you have no edges? Do you have a lower hairline? Do you have a fupa? Do you have everything that society tells you not to love about yourself? I want you to write those things down and really look at them. And look at some of the ways that you can start turning those negative things into positive. How can you tell yourself that, okay, maybe I don't have any edges, but so what? This is my head. Nobody can tell me that my head isn't beautiful. I'm going to rock whatever style that I want to rock. And who cares what people say? Why are people so mad that I decide to show off? 
you know, what they think is a flaw. Who cares? It takes a while to do. It definitely takes a while to do. I can feel some of you cringing right now. <laughs> but that's why you start small. And if you get up every morning and you look at the snow and you take your hair down and you say, okay, I, I love my natural hair. I love my twist out. I love that my curl pattern is this. I love that I have a 4B curl pattern. I love my lips. I love how my cheeks get round when I smile. Look at some of, look, really look at yourself. You are God's creation. Look at some of those things that make you uniquely you and start celebrating that. And it is easier said than done, but we will get through this together. There are a lot of people out there who are masking themselves they look beautiful, but they're really unhappy on the inside. We want to feel happy on the inside so we can radiate that beauty on the outside. So we're going to do our homework from the inside out, not the outside in, because you can't teach someone how to have a beautiful spirit, okay? Especially when their outside is all messed up and they might not be receptive to it. But you can teach yourself beauty from the inside out and being humble with that beauty, okay? Because it can be taken away. All right, so I really appreciate you joining me every single week with these candid conversations that we have, and I'm allowed to be open and honest with you about some of these things that I'm dealing with that I know that I'm not dealing with alone. So that comforts me in knowing that I'm not alone. I want you to catch me next week. I have another great episode for you. I appreciate all of the listening, all of the shares, all of the commentary. Thank you so much for joining This Is Nerdy This Week, and I will catch you next week, all right? This is Alicia with two L's. Make sure you're reading my blog at IamAlicia.net slash blog. But until then, always, always speak your truth and talk your shit. This is 30.